Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Your Vibes Podcast. Everybody's got a vibe and a story to tell. Here's this one. I hope you enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Tia Armstrong with Property Place Solutions, brokered by EXP. Tia is a local real estate agent who prides herself in being a value add in all her clients' real estate transactions. Whether it's an investment property or your next home, you can rely on Tia to help you with whatever you need. Check her out on her socials at Tia Armstrong or give her a call at 615-497-5336. What's up, everybody? We are back. Hello, friends. It's been a couple weeks. Um, it's been a crazy, crazy time in everybody's life, I believe. And um, I've stumbled upon a new friend. Um She's an awesome person, a little bit of a hippie, which is <laughs> completely even better. And we've just been sitting here talking. I don't even know. I think, did you uh, reach out to me, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Um, I talked to Morgan about you. And okay. And we like, talked back and forth, and I saw that you were interviewing all the cool people in Dixon. So I was like, <laughs> so here we are. Get on that. Put me on the list. Yeah. So uh, Miss Hannah Mills Ernest is with us today with Miss Daisy's Boutique. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing just absolutely fantastic. We're doing uh, one of our late night shows. Uh, it is currently 6 30 p.m., and we're rocking and rolling. Uh, she's got a job. I've got a job. And so. Um, I've run across her a couple times. Uh, she's had a couple booths that I've been at, and I was just recently at the Burns Barbecue Festival. Whoop. Right, right. Yes, whoop, yeah. whoop. That went incredibly well. Amazing. What did, What did you think? Uh, it was awesome. It was huge. There was tons of people. It was also extremely hot, but we survived. Um, it was just It was just a great day. Yeah. It was just like great expo- exposure, seeing that many people come out for Burns, and it was just awesome. Especially in Burns. Like... Yeah, really, burns of all places. Uh, right? like, teeny little burns. Teeny little burns. You know, teeny little burns though um, is is a uh, a little gym in Dixon County. I think it's got a lot of potential, and um, what Morgan pulled off there was unbelievable. Like, and she did. I mean, I know obviously she had a lot of help and um, a lot of vendors, and um, you know, a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff as as festivals do go. But uh, she was telling me that she. Uh, had to figure out how to run a barbecue t- competition in the first place. Like apparently that's just a whole new world to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And there was what was neat about it to me was that uh, most of the vendors were, or the barbecue competition people were just kind of local people who wanted to enter a barbecue competition. There were some established restaurants and places like that as well too. But uh, overall, I think it was incredible. Did you have some success there? Was it pretty good? It, it was from the craft side it was yeah. extremely successful cool. um i just had it like i said it was hot that day so you know i make candles had to make sure they were not gonna melt because some of them were getting a little sweaty so we just had to keep them out of the sun but other than that it was it was a great day i did get to try barbecue from one of the barbecue trucks and it was fantastic it, it was a massive like king size sandwich <laughs> it was dope what, tr- what truck was that from do you remember was it Smoking uh, Willies? It was Smoking Willies, okay. yeah, because yeah. he had that cool vintage yeah, truck. He's a good dude. He um, so he's got a restaurant out in Perry County. Um, it's the old Rusty Fish Hook. I don't know if you know where that's at or if you've ever been out there. No. Nope. Perry County is is Perry County. Um, he's a good dude. I've known him for a long time, and um, unfortunately, he didn't win. But I think uh, from what I was talking to the uh, competition people about is that. Uh, Electrocute is is who ended up taking the the grand champion of the whole thing, mm-hmm. and it was actually their very first barbecue competition nice. ever, ever. And they had one like two weeks after that. So I guess they're gonna jump into the game. I guess we'll I see can. how it goes. I don't know. I don't barbecue. I just <laughs> eat people's other barbecue. I've got a grill. Uh, that's about all I know how to do. But um, anyway, cool. So I guess in true cadence of the podcast, we'll just kind of. Start with you. Again, it's your show, and I'm just here to kind of ask you questions. So cool. um, you just start wherever you want to as far as, you know, when you got to Dixon and kind of go on from there. So uh, my family and I moved to Dixon back in uh, 2001. We came from Florida, like middle Florida, about an hour north of Orlando. Um, family was here, so they my, my parents decided to move up here to be closer to my grandparents, um, and we just kind of stayed 
Uh, went to college at UT Martin. Um, hung out on like 30 acres of land that my parents had. We had farm animals. No, well, I'm talking about like growing up. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> we, uh, we had like 30 acres. We had farm animals. We did like 4-H and we had the chickens and oh, the yeah. geese and turkeys. And my mom was obsessed with any kind of fowl. So we had just peacocks and all of it and sheep and horses. So you had a funny farm. Yeah, we had a wild, wild ass that farm. Is, um, just real quick side note, that is my dream. Um, in my retirement dream, I've got two. One is to own my own bar and be the bartender like Cheers and only allow people in that I like to hang out with. Nice. Will um, I be allowed? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody that's been on the podcast is allowed. Cool. Um, and to have a funny farm. Nice. Um, I want all the animals. I want the alpacas. I want the turkeys and the chickens and the ducks and the goats and all that. Well, don't get sheep. Sheep are mean. Mm, okay. Thank <laughs> you for the heads up on that one. Yeah, they are, they're nasty creatures and they stink. So mm. I don't recommend them. Okay. Oh, we did have a pig. He wasn't our pig. He was the traveling pig. He belonged to a neighbor farm and he would just come over, hang out for the day and then leave and then come over like a couple days later and hang out and then leave. What was the pig's name? We didn't name him. He wasn't our pig. We didn't name him. He was just the traveling pig. <laughs> That's so funny. So, which is which is why, with like my candle business, I have a whole collection called the Farmhouse Favorites, okay. which is basically an ode to farm life. Um, it's broken down with like the Farmhouse Favorites, which is just like a bunch of food scents and flowers um you know things that my mom would bake my grandmother would bake the flowers they would grow the trees they would have um leading into like the summer the summer section which is we had a pool we would go you know we were from florida so we like the beach too and we would travel a lot um so you know you got beach bum you've got um margaritas and like cocktails and then the fall was a, we would go ham decorating for the holidays i'm cool. um, saying like um it was a fall. We would have like stalks outside and pumpkins everywhere and like the big blow ups. So of course, like my fall line had to be like, you know, sunflower bouquet and autumn leaves and things like that. And then leading up into the winter, I've got like uh, gingerbread house and Christmas tree. And uh, my dad was always a huge fan of Christmas. And we would just we would blow up the house like we'd have Christmas tree in every single room of the house. <laughs> He'd have his Christmas village winding from like the living room to the kitchen like i'm not even kidding dude like that our house was so insane awesome. yeah i'm trying to get steven into it he's just he's kind of steven's your husband oh yes steven okay. is my husband okay. he's kind of you know not quite there but okay well, we're getting him there <laughs> trying to um so if, if you all haven't picked up it on already um miss hannah makes candles along yes. with other things as well too yes. um i went to her booth at the barbecue festival and um as many of you may know, I have a beard that I'm obsessed over, and I'm very particular about what I do to my beard, and she has some fantastic uh, products for beards as well, too. We were just sitting here talking about that, and uh, I will be a lifetime customer for now. Um, hopefully, um, everybody listening likes to shop local, and that's what I do with 99% of the stuff I do, unless I cannot absolutely find it, uh, and I want to avoid driving to Nashville at all. Any time possible, I don't want to go there. We all want to drive into Nashville these days. Yeah. <laughs> My mom and I drove to Nashville on Saturday. Got stuck behind three different party boats. <sighs> just trying to, just trying to just drive a, through, not trying to stop or nothing. Just a bunch of girls and guys just <laughs> getting stupid with stupid, stupid drunk, yep. drunk on like a on like a chop top bus, yep. you know. <laughs> and there was three of them. Uh, yeah, people keep saying that we need to, I've had a couple of people mention, I don't know if it's jokingly or serious, that we need to have pedal taverns in Dixon. No. <laughs> no. I, would, I would leave Dixon then. I would, like, McEwen, yeah, here I come. Here I come, McEwen. <laughs> yeah, I need Just some get further backwards and further folk. away. That's it. Uh, cool. So, yeah, tell us just a little bit about, um, uh, so this isn't kind of your nine to five. This is a side hustle. No, so Correct. this right now, yeah. yeah, it's my, like, side my my second job i guess um i do work a regular nine to five i run the shipping receiving department for jet printing here in dixon i've been there about four ish years i'd say um and then i do like the logistics and everything um i've met some interesting people along the way working there but imagine um you meet a lot of truck drivers so Uh, some of them are cool mm -hmm. some of them strange but you know it's the life of a truck driver yeah (laughs) i mean there's there's a couple that are actually like local to dixon so you actually get to know them really well and they're cool people um but yeah and then on the sides on the weekends uh, i do 
my candle business, Miss Daisy's All Natural Boutique. Um, I do all natural body care, pet care, and soy candles. Everything is handmade. I use all natural ingredients. And um, so tell me I about that it. process. So um, I've, I've, I've always wondered when I'm going through and I'm sniffing candles, um, how, do you, how do you do the scents? Like, how does that work? Magic. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, um, you just do like a dance I'm and a chant I'm a mad scientist. Over it. <laughs> come, come to me. Um, no, uh, so I use a couple companies that use like natural, what they call true scents, which are blends of natural essential oils um, because my business is all, is Miss Daisy's all natural. I like to keep everything all natural so i don't use dyes i don't use fillers i don't use preservatives um but these true scents that i get from this company they they take essential oils and they blend them to make a specific smell or i'll just use just essential oils by themselves um granted you do have to use a lot when you're mixing with soy wax but um it's just better it's better for you soy wax is better for you it burns slower it's softer um and i use all cotton wicks 100 percent like cotton wicks and okay. so that burns slower as well because when you buy a, a candle from a big box store you, the candle is made with paraffin wax paraffin wax is made with plastic mm, that's not good their wick is made with a zinc core which is metal so you're burning plastic and you're burning metal and you're burning mm. this in your home and you're mm. breathing it in and you it's it's just it terrible. It may smell good, but it is. It not may good smell for good, you, but it's yeah. not good for you. And like, if you burn some of those candles, and you go and you check your like return vent, um, like the HVAC thing. Yeah, yeah. it'll be black from those, just uh, because if you burn a lot of them, because yeah. it's you know sucking in all that black smoke. Mm-hmm. And you can also see when you're burning them, you can see the black smoke just kind of like billowing off of it. Um, that's why I'm obsessed with the soy because cool. you don't get the black smoke. Um, there is smoke. There's not going to be no sure, smoke because sure. where there's fire, there's smoke. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not like like burning plastic kind of smoke. So it's that's not why. toxic smoke. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and so how candle making got started, um, I have been obsessed with candles for as long as I can remember, probably since like middle school. I would always ask for candles for birthday, Christmas, holidays. Um, my family thought I was nuts. <laughs> I liked incense and all that weird, like new agey sure. stuff. They thought it was real strange. Um, and then uh, one year, I think it was like 2014 or 15, my dad got me a candle making kit. And um, 2016, I decided to break it out. I had um, two weddings coming up back to back in that October. And I was like, I'm not buying anything. I'm going to make use this box and make some candles as Mm. gifts. So I asked both of the brides to be what their favorite smells were and what their um, flowers were for like their bouquets. And um, I mean, that's what I did. I made a candle with their favorite scent and I took like the type of flower they were using in their bouquet and I kind of like popped it there on top of the lid and those were the first kind of candles i made and that's why you see now like the farmhouse candles are like still decorated i do use smaller flowers and like little ribbons and stuff but that's why they do have little decorations it's kind of an homage to the original candles that i made um and mason jars again with the farm theme cool so sticking to the roots on that one yeah that's why the farmhouse like collection favorites will always be be there because it's like it's the root of my business it's the base it's the start you always gotta know where your home is yeah so where you came from i i i uh say that you know miss miss daisy started because of my dad so that's how about that yeah you sound like you've got a pretty sweet dad yeah yeah (laughs) uh so tell me a little bit about kind of the process so like let's say uh first off um where did you say the place was you get your, what do you call them, ingredients? Or is it mixture um, or what's the... the Those scents specifically come from a place called Candle Science that's based okay. out of South Carolina. Okay. So it's close-ish. Cool. Um, the wax I get all comes, it comes from the same place, but they it comes from soybean farms out in Kentucky. So it's also mm, kind of close. Nice. So everything I get is very regional. It's not, I'm not ordering stuff that comes from like Nevada or California or overseas. Like I will not order any products to put in my products that come from sure. overseas or, you know, not American as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just my thing. Like I just like the all natural homegrown local. Well, it, it's a good vibe. Yeah. All the way around. I've even looked into what it would take to like grow your own soybeans and then oh, turn wow. them into like soy wax flakes or pellets. And that's just a whole nother monster. I we can, don't, yeah. I can imagine. You got to buy like presses and squeegees and. Oh boy. Yeah. There's a whole 
It's a, it's like a manufacturing company. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so you get your product in, mm-hmm. and and then what? So that how does how does that process look as far as candle making? So I have a big like fat cauldron looking thing that has a spigot on the front. Um, I will fill it up all the way with as much dry wax as I can fit in there. I turn it up to about 200 degrees till it melts it everything all the way till it's nice. I call it the liquid gold stage. Because <laughs> when I get in the wax, it's white. But when you melt it, it like turns like legit like a gold color. And um, melt it all the way down, turn it back down to like 180. Um, there's a lot of science behind it. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And then, then I just kind of like measure it out for what I need. Um, I have a big like stainless steel pitcher. I have like four of them. And then a, um, a scale. <laughs> And then just sit on there and I like measure out um, and then you do essentially one ounce of oil, like scented oil to one ounce of wax. And then you just kind of like play from it. So say I need like I'm doing one of this eight ounce candle right here. So it'll take six ounces of liquid wax, which would take about half ounce of uh, fragrance oil. And then you kind of mix it together and you got to make sure the temperature is right before you pour it or it Mm. may not... um, smell right when you go to burn it. it may not set right or settle right there's, there's a lot of science behind it a lot of people that are just like oh i make candles or sure. oh i can make that or oh i'll buy that from the store like all right well you go ahead <laughs> and you try that you should see the room in my house yeah <laughs> yeah there yeah. there was a lot of trial and error at the beginning and a lot of like well, well, no one wants to buy this. Nobody likes this. No one wants to buy this. And now I'm just like, I can't keep candles in stock at this point. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, do you have a favorite candle thus far? Um, so when people ask me that, it shows. I will tell them, I will send them straight to the Colorado Birch candle because okay. uh, I went to Colorado in 2007 and 17 and I loved the way the state smelled. It just smelled mm. earthy. It smelled mm-hmm. like trees, and mountains. So that candle kind of embodies that state. And, cool. and whenever anyone asks me my favorite, I always go to that. But technically, they're all my favorites. I don't make a candle that I don't like. Sure. Um, if I make, I do make the gamer candle, which is a little, it's a little funky. It smells like pizza and Mountain Dew. <laughs> no way. Get out of here. That is it's, so awesome. It's so weird and funky and it's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. But other people love it, so I still make it. It sells, yeah. Yeah, it goes It goes in the mandal line. That's one of the mandals that I make. Okay. So. Mandal. Yeah, man candle. Mandal. Okay, <laughs> see. Have you, have you trademarked that name? Yet? No, a lot of people actually use that name. Okay. Right. I thought it was clever when I came up with it one night, but then I looked into it, and I was like, oh, yeah, a lot of other people use it, too. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Um, so... I guess you do a lot of sniffing too, right? Yeah. Is that that's got to be a huge part of it? Yes. So how do you know, like, you can't when you're ordering stuff from afar? Obviously, you do you go to these locations and smell? I mean, so how does that work? usually you can order sample bottles, which are really small one ounce bottles. Okay. Um, and sometimes I'll order in samples. Like these these websites, they do really good description of what it smells like. They do top notes, middle notes, base notes, kind of give you like what the whole thing is going to smell like. Um, and then you get it in and you still, sometimes you still don't like it. If mm-hmm. I don't like it, I just kind of, I'll set it to the side and like get back to it later. And if I do like it, then I'll like go back and like reorder the bigger bottle. Okay. Um, it's a lot of just a lot of reading, a lot of like, if you see where something says oak, eucalyptus and like mint, like I know what those three things mm-hmm. smell like. So I know that's going to smell good. So. Wow. And so is it, it's just you, right? Do it's you just have- me. Just loving life, making yeah. candles. Just me. Um, I mean, my husband go, likes to go with me. He is like, I call him my muscle. He likes to do setups and breakdowns. He won't cool. normally stay at a show. My mom will come and sit at a show with me. She won't come early, but she won't come late. She'll just kind of come in the middle of the day and just mm-hmm. hang out and be like my backup. Let me run to the bathroom, get cool. some food, whatever. But other than that, it's me. Uh, when you email me, it's me. When you are calling the number, it's me. When you're sending me a message on Facebook, social media, you're talking straight to me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. As it should be a lot of times, yeah. you know, until until you grow and um, you've got that support system and everybody knows mm-hmm. who you are, and then um, obviously it's kind of healthy to delegate at some point as yeah. well too, which is difficult to do, you know, running your own business because most of it's been like your baby from the start. Yeah, I don't you want know? to share. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, you know, and I'm the same way on a lot of things too. And people are like Michael, you need to tell people to do other things, which I'm, I'm, I'm obviously a, a proponent of, 
Um, but you know, it's you're the brand, you know, yeah. and and you want to make am sure. I Miss Daisy. Yeah. People know me as Miss Daisy, and I have control problems too. I don't like to give up control either. <laughs> It is what it so. is, you know, and you obviously put out a great product. So when uh, when did you maybe go into doing the beard stuff for any other products that you make? Or did um, it just kind of come with the territory? It just kind of came with it. Uh, the first couple years I was experimenting, I was making candles in all shapes and sizes, um, just like mixing weird things, using weird jars. There wasn't really a flow. Um, it just was kind of just everywhere. Um, I even tried making lotions. I tried making body scrubs. And then uh, someone suggested randomly, you should try some beard oil. Try to see if you can make some beard oil. Mm. And I made one bottle, and then I found a couple recipes for a couple others. Some of them hit, some of them were miss. You know, I think I've done probably six different blends and I only have four now that actually stick and people like. Okay. And with the beard shampoo, it's one one bottle, one smell, like no no deviations from it. And that, you know, obviously, y'all oh, love it. It works great. <laughs> yeah, like I just get in there and lather up. And I love the smell too, by the way. It's very manly. Awesome. Um, makes my beard feel great too, you know. And that, when I was growing it, like I did a little research on like how to maintain a beard because it got a little, a little out of control. And so I've been through so many products of just like whatever, and I wanted to keep everything local. Um, and I thank you for showing up in my <laughs> life too, because I was really disappointed on a lot of levels. And uh, now things are a whole lot easier too. So, um, so cool. Um, so, what you were telling me kind of before we started um, that you're in several different locations or several different stores as well. Too. Yes. So I am in six stores. Uh, I am in High Cotton, which is downtown Dixon, mm -hmm. which I'm sure everyone knows. Um, right there by the cash register when you like come up around the corner. I can't miss it, the big yellow daisy. <laughs> and then um, Pretty Southern Aesthetics has some of my stuff in her shop. She's a little spa, like mm, aesthetics shop. Um, in Dixon? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, they're on Railroad Street. I oh, okay. Think. Yeah. She's next to E Zone. Oh, She's okay. On the, on back, the back side. side. Yeah. Okay. Um, the yoga studio, Yoga of Dixon. Christina loves my candles. She burns them in her store, and she she was selling them before COVID. I don't know if they've still. She's because she kind of shut down like the retail part of the okay the yoga studio. Um, and then where was there's other places. Uh, Loretta Lynn's Ranch. Oh, I sell cool. the gift shops out there. I make them specialty mugs, uh, with like a a cedar like a cedar sawdust scent it was specially requested for them that's what they wanted cool. and uh where else is there i'm trying to think of course you asked me right yeah, on the spot yeah right think. uh <laughs> you obviously are online as well too. oh yeah uh, okay. i've got a full website uh okay. missdaisiesboutique.com cool uh you can buy everything on there if you're local i can do free local pickup it's like option at the bottom just click on it and um i'll meet you and drop off your order and save on shipping that's so cool so so how did you uh, how did you make these connections? Were you just calling people saying, "Hey, I've got candles and product," or did um, you already know these people? Well, Christina, the owner of the yoga studio, she uh, I've been going there already. Been doing yoga. I've been doing yoga for a long time, and um, then I ended up doing a couple. She invited me to do a couple yoga retreats at Loretta Lynn's Ranch. So that's how I made that connection. Cool. Um, we were doing yoga retreats. So I set up there and was like selling there. And then, then her and I talked about getting into her store. So we did that with pretty Southern. She actually reached out to me, found me through one of my friends or something, um, at high cotton. I'm not really sure how maybe Andy reached out to me or something. Okay. I'm not sure. It's, there's just a lot of like you well, meet people. Yeah. And, when you're in the vibe, here's what a lot of people don't understand. Um, is that once you make a commitment that to follow your bliss, you know, to, to do what makes you happy, things just start falling into place. Mm -hmm. You know, like if, if you're, um, if someone's not doing something that they like or they don't totally enjoy and, you know, their, their heart literally isn't in it, then things seem out of whack. And, uh, people ask me the same question, like, oh, hi, Michael, how'd you get into this? How'd you get into that? People, it's because I knew what I wanted to do with my life in general, and you know, obviously I try to market to kind of grow, but majority of the stuff is just falls in your lap. You mm -hmm. know, the universe just responds. It's like you want places to sell your candles, 
here's some random stuff that can yeah. just go on and you know you can choose to accept it or not and move on from there you know and yeah keep growing yeah um a change of dress in waverly is another place that has my stuff it's like a cute little consignment shop right there on the square in waverly oh, cool. i forgot about that place cool um i just did a restock there a couple months ago um but yeah she's got so many cute like refab what's it called a change of dress trains of dress is it like a just a boutique it's like yeah like a clothing store a boutique store um but it's all like pre-used pre pre pre-loved oh cool yeah so i'm pretty sure it's well priced i guess as well too i got some american eagle jeans there that's what i'm talking about (laughs) that's what i'm talking about Uh, and you travel as well too you do festivals i do festivals um Almost every weekend. Uh, right now, I'm in wow. my one of my off weeks. I won't have another one until the 21st of August at Red Caboose Park mm-hmm. in Bellevue for the Handmade Nashville Night Market. It'll be from 3 to 8 p.m. Okay. Um, and then the next one after that is August 28th and 29th in Woodbury, Tennessee at the Short Mountain Distillery. Oh, boy. Yes. That it's two days. Like Any events at distilleries are lots yeah. of fun. Do you do quite a bit of those? Yes. If I can, if I can get in, I can do them. There was one sure. in Kentucky that I was doing on the regular, but with COVID, they they're just like, we're not doing events anymore. I'm like, dang it. Mm. <laughs> so, are you on like a vendor list, or do you apply? Or? Um, so f- this is where Facebook comes in handy. Um, personally, I don't like social media, but we need it these mm-hmm. days, uh, especially as a small business owner. You need social media. So on Facebook, there is tons of vendor groups, like vendor events for Middle Tennessee, uh, vendors needed, vendors for Coffee County, just like you know, vendors, vendors, vendors. Um, they're just, they, people are vendors sharing what they make. And then they are, uh, there are companies or shows looking for, posting saying they're looking for vendors so you can just pretty much go on there and just find whatever you're looking for in whatever area of the state you're looking for um i'll go up to about about two hours um because after the two hour mark that's when you gotta like all right i should probably get a hotel you know that eats into cost and you get Mm -hmm. into that whole sort of thing so but um the biggest event that i've got accepted into so far this year the other one's a secret because it's not been official, made official yet. Okay. But uh, is the Tennessee Honey Festival, which is in cool. it's October third, I believe. It's a Sunday. It'll be at the Sounds Stadium, and they are expecting fifty thousand people. Oh, baby, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yes, so that'll be in October, and I'm super looking forward to that. I I applied to Bell Buckle, and mm. they gave me a uh, a secret. She called it a secret. Yes. Um, she, she's like, I'm, you're, I haven't sent you the official paper, so I can't say officially yes yet, but sure. I am on the board and I want you there. So that's, that's cool. what the lady told me. And cool. Bell Buckle is the biggest arts and crafts festival in the state of Tennessee. Uh-uh. And it happens about, uh, it happens the third week in October and it's about two and a half, three hours from here mm-hmm. in Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Yeah. So, uh, it's the biggest in the state. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I had no idea in Bell Buckle. That's all they do. Like, this is the one thing they do a year, and it, like, supplies their town with money for the whole rest of the year. It's kind of like Bonnaroo, almost. Exactly, like Bonnaroo, yes. Yeah, because yeah, I've been to craft shows in Manchester. Where, yeah. Not, no, not no, good. No, there's nothing. People, <laughs> there's nothing in Manchester. I'm sorry no, to everyone in Manchester, no. but there's nothing. Well, we uh, we have a family place in Winchester uh, on the uh, Tim's Ford, and... There's nothing. I've been to Bonnaroo eight times, um, and Bonnaroo is pretty much all that's there. But they do give all the residents of Manchester a free ticket or oh, two. Nice. Yes, um, I know that. Cool. <laughs> to deal with the pain of everything going on at Bonnaroo. Um, I did look into being a vendor at Bonnaroo. I was going to ask you that. Um, it costs two grand to sign up Ooh, to be wow. a vendor. Yeah, just up, up front, two grand, and okay. then uh, you have to keep your booth open till about. I can't remember if it was either 12, 12 a.m. or 2 a.m., but you have to you have to keep your booth open super late for all those people, you know, hitting them, <laughs> hitting the stages. The late night yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah so I'd have kids. to, like, take a team of people, and we'd have to rotate. But, like, you get to set up your booth, um, and you get to, like, park by your booth, and you get to set up your tent and all your stuff. So you okay. get to have your own area, your little, your little city. So that would be cool. It's just... That'd be expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Um, and is crazy now. I mean, all these people, you know, it's it's gone so mainstream, which it has. I mean, look at the lineup this year. Um, 
We interrupt this episode with a message from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Tia Armstrong with Property Place Solutions brokered by EXP. Tia is a local real estate agent who prides herself in being a value add in all her clients' real estate transactions. Whether it's an investment property or your next home, you can rely on Tia to help you with whatever you need. Check her out on her socials at Tia Armstrong or give her a call at 615-497-5336. Now let's get back to it and enjoy the rest of this episode. You know, I started going back way back in like 2007. uh, And then it just, and it was pretty serene at that point, you know. It was a good group of people and great bands. Just, um, you know, you could chill and relax or you could rock out or do some EDM or whatever it may be. But but now um, you're getting, you know, like... uh, I, again, people are like, you sound stupid, but music festivals, except for, you know, what's that one out in California? You know what I'm talking about, that Miley Cyrus goes to and all those. Oh, Lollapalooza? Is it Lollapalooza? Lollapalooza? No, 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 it's the other one. Uh, Burning Man? No, that's in the middle of the desert. I don't know. I don't... Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, crap. Yeah, everybody's going to be like, Michael, it's this. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, you people go to festivals to hang out to see these bands that nobody ever really listens to, mm-hmm. not nobody, but that you thoroughly enjoy. And um, I, I guess the last time I went to Barnum was like five years ago, but uh, with my wife, whose idea of camping is a Hilton Inn with the <laughs> bathroom light out, you know. Um, but glamping. we did, yeah, glamping for the most part. <laughs> but yeah, we did have a. Uh, we had a little um, pull-behind camper, so there was air conditioning and stuff in there as well, too. But uh, she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it. I camped the first, like, three years. You had to camp in a tent, man. I know. I, Don't I, shower for four days, uh, you know. I'm down. Um, <laughs> I did, uh, but I was spoiled as well, too. So when I went, uh, I went, like, three years in a row and camped and then uh, ended up getting hooked up with, uh, Tom Morales, who owns a catering company that catered the VIP, and he asked me to come work the festival. Nice. So I got to go for free, but he hooked me up with an RV too, and I was like, "Oh boy, I'm spoiled. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, everybody. I'm not going to be camping anymore." Um, but yes, anyway. So I, yeah, I think uh, so. There's a lot of opportunities, especially. I mean, now Dixon's having a lot of festivals as well too, and now it's kind of getting into the fall. So I guess there's some more festivals coming up as well. Yes. So you're going to be pretty busy. So coming as down soon now. as like fall starts to hit um, and then Christmas, like that is my busy time. Like I will have an event every weekend until like Christmas weekend and I will just go, 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 go. And then right after Christmas until about mm, maybe February, March, I will just be like, nope, I'm done. We're taking a break. Like the, sh- the online store will still be open, but I just, okay. I just won't do like events. I'll just, I'm like, I'm taking a break. Go, sure. I, I call it my uh, winter hibernation because okay. I just, I stopped doing events. I just, um, I kind of, last year I switched over and did a lot of lives last year, like live videos. This year I haven't really gotten back into doing lives just cause you know, back in the real world now. Sure. sure. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, social media is, is big and, uh, I'm, I'm currently looking for somebody to uh, teach me things. You know, I'm uh, 31 and have two children who know how to do social media better than I do. And it's not that I don't want to, it's a matter of time, you know, but it's, it's you, the ROI on social media is massive and people doing those live videos and showcases and, um, the TikTok and all that stuff too is a huge driver to business. And I think actually, uh, TikTok is about to start doing what Instagram has been doing, which is add a shopping button to the deal. Yeah, baby. Ooh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's like that link that can go directly to your nice. deal and you can buy it straight off, you know, kind of directly through the app too. So that would be cool. Cause, yeah. cause my, my business Facebook is hooked to my business instagram and my business instagram is hooked to my tiktok so okay. and but they're all like hooked up with like online shop so if like you see the little icon you click it and it'll take you straight to my website and you can buy that item okay so if they if they integrate it all the way through oh my gosh that'd be so dope because yeah, i just i'm be. new to the tiktok world mm-hmm. like new ish a couple say a few months um i have no idea what i'm doing i have sure. like talked to so many like 
young 20 somethings i'm like just please help me mm-hmm. yeah i need to know how to do all these cool things that you're yeah. doing yeah. yeah i have i have a friend Paige, um who is like a pr girl um i am the only small business that she helps she does mostly like authors and books oh, cool. um but she's helped me a lot and she she does a lot of like how-to videos um through okay. her um book you, pr i guess okay. on like how to maneuver like book tiktok and okay all jazz and i'm like okay well like translate that for small business for me Paige. like help me out <laughs> Let's <break laughs> so this down. i'm we she calls me her experiment because she wants to go get also get into like small business so she kind of like helps me out like pro bono uh, mm-hmm. thanks Paige. yeah <laughs> shout out to the people yes. who are doing it for free yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Paige box i'm in kentucky <laughs> um but she yeah she helps me a lot she's she's one of the admins on my page so oh cool so she kind of helps and if i have if that one day i'm like stuck can't think of anything to post i'll be like Paige, what do you think mm-hmm. and she goes all right well today is national whatever day maybe you should post x y and z and i'm mm-hmm. like all right got it thanks girl cool. <laughs> yeah so you find that pretty tough to kind of maybe i guess obviously you manage all your stuff yes um, um so i i have set myself on my own algorithm i guess so like monday is usually like monday motivation Wednesday is hump day where I talk about whatever event I'm about to do that weekend. And then Friday I do feature Fridays, which I feature another woman owned small business um, that I have like bought from and absolutely am obsessed with. Um, I've missed like the past like four feature Fridays because I've been posting other things, but there will be one this weekend or this friday so, so where you go and do you collaborate with that person or do you just talk about them online? um sometimes i i've like bought things from them mm-hmm. uh sometimes they have just like you know here's some things try them out let me know what you think and i kind of do like a review um i have i have like seven thousand followers on instagram so good for you yeah it's <laughs> awesome I guess it's weird <laughs> it's weird saying that popular <laughs> so when i tell them i was like i want to put you on my feature friday they're like oh my god yay and so i'll just do like a whole blurb about them and talk about like what their product is or what they do or what their small business is and i'll have like pictures and um so for instance this this friday i'm doing a company called uh phoenix resin art she's based out of murfreesboro it's either murfreesboro or manchester um and she does all kinds of like resin art she does some clay earrings and uh, clay jewelry but she does mostly like works with resin and makes like cool like resin casted um ashtrays and like rolling trays and uh earrings and she even makes like gauges or like plugs um so she sent me a really cool like green pair of plugs with like glitter and have gold flecks in them i'm not wearing them now but Mm. um i like took a whole video of me wearing them and i shared it all to tiktok today but yeah shout out to jenna (laughs) miss resin yeah yeah um so that's kind of how i do it i just like to support other small businesses absolutely share them on fridays because you know why not why not well and i try to live my life by a couple standards one of them being um help as many people get what they want and you'll eventually get everything that you want Mm -hmm. you know and to do that kind of stuff for other people you know at no cost just to get them kind of promo but obviously i mean no cost but you shop with them kind of thing but it's a very um mutual relationship um and i guess do you find that obviously beneficial as far as your followers go is that uh, they they seem to like it because then some people are just like oh i never knew i never heard of them cool. before and then they'll f- uh because i'm talking like i'm talking small business not just in like dixon mm-hmm. um i like i said i do have like a group of like brand female brand reps that help represent my business and a lot of them are also creators um and so i have bought something from almost every single one of those girls and they have been featured like we've got serena that does 3d printing and she made me all my business card logos and she's out in colorado and then you got um amanda who made like the anklets i'm wearing does a lot of bead work um she's down in texas um so it it all how do you connect with these people Instagram. It's sure. like a crazy ass community. Isn't it? Um, so I met them originally on Instagram with my like yoga account because I'm like, you know, big into yoga and was doing yoga challenges. And um, then they like wanted me to host and then they found out I made candles and they wanted me to do sponsorships. And it just turned into this whole like just like mutually beneficial relationship with some of these ladies. And 
some of them I talk to every day because they're awesome. And some of them, you know, they've got families of their own doing their own thing. And we just talk, you know, every couple of days. So, I mean, it, I'm meeting so many people. It's so cool. Just through making candles. Yeah, just through making candles and like posting it on social media. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the power of social media? Yeah. Is crazy. So you've got it's nuts. how many? 5,000 followers? Seven. Seven. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you there. <laughs> no, no, no. Here, let's, <laughs> let's pull it up. We'll get the right number. Let me pull it right here. I can, uh, you know, and I need to be, obviously, need to be <clears> way better. 7,641. Dang. <laughs> Dang. That is awesome. Yeah, that and I don't awesome. know where these people are coming from. Sure. It's nuts. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, I see, I need to figure that out. Like, I'm, I'm so... So, like you said, we both got nine to fives. Um, the dedication to to obtaining followers on social media is crucial. Um, but obviously, that's where you get your name out too. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've grassrooted this this podcast significantly. I haven't paid for any Facebook ads. I haven't paid for any ads whatsoever. It's just been straight up grassroots, word of mouth, me meeting people, talking to people. Mm-hmm. But um, that's my goal for. Uh, some of this week, but mainly next week, is to pin somebody down and corner them and be like, hey, what in the heck do I need to do to get my followers up? Because I think I'm at like, I think I've got 60 subscribers on YouTube. I've got 55 followers on Instagram, which my Instagram game is terrible. Instagram, you've got 83. Get out of town. Look How about that? that? <laughs> Look at that. I'm getting on up there. I'm almost I did. I did. Dude, that's why I asked you what your, your okay. tag was this but morning. But how I terrible was like, I wanted... is that page? Like, it's not good, Hannah. It's not good at you all. You need some fun photos or something. Here, let me go back to that. See, I can talk and like, but like uh, the creativity level of what I need to do. It's not good. You're laughing at me. <laughs> you you just need like some bright, sure, fun, something better, inter- something interactive. Instead of just a screenshot of the YouTube video <laughs> on there, you know it's terrible. Uh, I mean, for instance, today I posted a picture of a jack-o'-lantern with lights around it. I mean, okay. I just got to get more on my Instagram game and TikTok game. I mean, and when in doubt, just like post plants and quotes, nature quotes (laughs) and plants. That's what I do. Thank you for the fallback. (laughs) I definitely needed that. Uh, Okay, good. Everyone loves plants. Everybody loves plants and dogs and kittens. Maybe I should start knocking on some of those doors doing that. There you go. Uh, Oh, I do. That's a good segue into, you know, my my dog line, my pet care line as well. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. So I have um, Terrace Toiletries. Uh, It's my all-natural pet care line. We've got uh, doggy shampoo, doggy deodorant, calming conditioner, bug off for dogs, which is very different than bug off for humans. (laughs) And... um, the odor eliminator candle so it's named tara's toiletries because i had this dog this pit great dane mix that was named tara Mm. and she i had her since my 20s and she was she was my child um she she did pass away last year but Mm. i was able to like name the whole line after her and the the um labels actually have her face on them um and then a portion of the proceeds of anyone that buys any of the tara's toiletries products goes back to the Humane Society, so I do love cool. to support them because that's where we got our little Roxy. Okay, uh, was from the Humane Society, but also on the website um, is if you click on pet care, you'll see Terrace Toiletries, but then you'll also see um, Frankly Delicious. Okay, um, that is another pet care business based out of Murfreesboro, ran by Hannah Blanks, another mm. Hannah, and she makes dog treats. So that that's something I wanted to be able to sell cool. and bring to people was dog treats, but I don't have time to like make that or get into any of that. So I sell her products through my website. Uh, we've got CBD dog treats. We've got um, Senior Puffs. Uh, she did introduce a new thing called... Uh, I don't remember the name of it. It's a balm for like their paw pads and like their okay. nose for like rough spots. Okay. Um, Bentley balm. That's what it was called. Mm. Um, so I did do a, a collab- collaboration with a, another maker that does dog stuff because I love our dogs. <laughs> well, and it expands your network as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do stuff for hotspots? Do you know why, why, why do dogs get hotspots? Do you know? Cause my dog it's... right now is going crazy and I gave him an oatmeal bath this weekend and it seemed to have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other suggestions or anything? It's, I believe it's just like uh, kind of like a, not really an infection, but like when they, um, 
are allergic to something. Okay. Um, she does have a new spray that she makes okay. uh, called Bye Bye Itchies or something, and I think it's for like hot spots and like itchy spots. I'll have okay. to I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay. Because I'm dealing with that right now. I gave him an oatmeal bath, and I got some some product, uh, organic product that has been working okay. Um, so I think I'm going to give him another bath tomorrow just to mm-hmm. see if it dies it down a little bit. But he's never been. He's he's eaten the same food for a long time. Um, we did just get a cat. Our dogs can dogs be allergic to cats? Is that a thing? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. Dogs guess. are like kind of similar to humans. Dogs have allergies. That's true. Um, Bella, yeah. our pet, is allergic to grass. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's an indoor pit bull. Yep. Okay. Yeah. She's Where like, does she have a major litter box or? No. She, I mean, she goes outside. Okay. She goes in the backyard. She loves outside. Like okay. she doesn't care that she's allergic to grass. She will still go outside. <laughs> but then she'll come inside and her poor feet are just like, she's white, like okay. white, white. So she'll come inside and her feet are just like red mm. because they're just so inflamed. Um, and she'll just sit there on the floor and just like lick and lick and lick and lick. I'm just like, oh my God, stop oh, it. No. Um, yeah, because it, it just makes her skin like really red and kind of rashy. But then, you know, after she's been inside for a while and, you know, you put some water on her and she calms down. Okay. You so. going to get her some doggy booties or something? Have you seen those little doggy yeah. shoes? I don't, I don't know if she'd like those. <laughs> we can try it. Out of our three dogs, she's probably the only one you could put them on. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is so funny. Um, cool. So you've got you've got the candles. You've got the beard stuff. Um, you've got the dog stuff. Mm-hmm. Where's this? Where does this go? You know, what, what's what's Hannah's vision for Miss Daisy's? You know, is it? Have you thought that far? You just kind um, of fly by the seat of your well, pants. Well, last or? year I kind of like preempted like a five-year plan by like 2025 hopefully to have a store like a brick and mortar store like downtown and like the hip dixon kind of area um because downtown's getting cool and i i would love to be a part of it like all the people that are opening their businesses now like you know pumphrey and beard and like um ollie's and courtney's cakes like it's all like our generation starting to open up businesses Mm -hmm. and i just think it's so awesome and i'm like i want to be a part of it and a lot of those people down there already know me so i'm like why not sure um and i will sell at my store i will sell like the stuff that i make but i will also bring in other things that i don't make like i will never people say you need to make soap i will never make soap like Mm. soap is not something i want to dive into and i probably won't go back to lotions or scrubs but i know people that do that and i know people that make jewelry and i know people that can sew and make macrame and do all that other gorgeous stuff that i just I just cool. can't. So I want it to be like a my business, but like other artisans as well. Um, and then I also want it to kind of like have like an open floor plan so you can see like all the the uh, like equipment and like the mad scientist stuff in the back. Oh, and yeah. Like a brewery almost. Kind of, yeah. You see the tanks and the firmers and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Cool. Sort of like that, yeah. That's a uh, – the. you're right about downtown Dixon. I mean, it is uh, – and I've had so many conversations with people that – that the leadership of this county is well, you know, and it's it's kind of just as it is because you know you had your baby boomers who were running everything, and now they're all getting to retirement age or mm-hmm. dying. You know, one of the two, and um, that's the huge wave of people coming in, and a lot of them. Um, what I love to see is a lot of them aren't really necessarily from Dixon their whole life, right? Um, that is absolutely key because now you're bringing in diversity. You know, you, you, you're not just having these, which is fine one way or the other, but generational kind of stuff, you get a little bit of tunnel vision, but to have this kind of diversity come into town with these people that are from, you know, Elizabeth at Bordables from Memphis and, um, you know, several other people, uh, Chris Gad is from Memphis too. He's been here for a while at the brewery, but, um, but it's just this, this hodgepodge of, of, of people that, you know, downtown Dixon was overrun with antique stores for a long time. Nothing against yeah. antique stores, but there was like <laughs> 12 of them within a two-mile radius. And then a bunch of empty lots. Yeah, and a <laughs> bunch of bad. empty lots. Yeah, exactly. And the lights would go out at 8 o'clock, and um, there was just real no energy or vibe about downtown. But, I mean, within the past five years... Uh, really mainly within the past three years, uh, downtown Dixon has, has really planted some roots and has brought some people in and, um, some people have come here, uh, to do some just awesome, awesome, awesome stuff where 
it creates a day for people, mm -hmm. which is key. It's not like people come here for one place and one place only. They come here and they may come here for that, but then they stay here. They're like, oh, yeah, man, see all the other there's stuff. pizza, there's a brewery, there's a cool hibachi place, there's another bar, there's a white tablecloth restaurant, you know, there's all this stuff, uh, which I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. I think that... Uh, um, the post office was just recently purchased in about the past six months, and then that building behind it uh, is getting developed out as well, too. Um, and just all these little nooks and crannies of downtown Dixon are, are starting to flourish. So uh, I guess, you know, in, in your mind, where do you see it going? I mean, Dixon's cool as hell. I mean, like, it's just a... It's an oasis, you yeah. know, you're not... I see it kind of turning into, like, how downtown Franklin is, kind cool. of. Like, you know, hip spot, you go hang out. Um, we do seem to have, like, you know, more, like, drinking bar areas. Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of gives me, like, Chattanooga vibes. And if we turn into, like, chat, like kind of Chattanooga-ish, yeah. not fully Chattanooga, but sure. Chattanooga-ish, like, that would be amazing. Absolutely. I love Chattanooga. Me too. Um, and, like... The fact that a lot of the stores downtown are, like, dog-friendly, too, and that's a huge thing because mm -hmm. everyone has their dogs. They love their dogs. They want to take them everywhere. Um, that's why, you know, I like to do events where they're dog-friendly because people bring their dogs. I'll bring my dog. You know, let's chat about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I love dogs. You love dogs. Let's talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I just see it as, like, this hip, like, hip little place coming up. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. No, it's not it's at all what I expected it to be. When like when, when we moved here in two thousand one, I hated this place. Like I was like, this is awful. It's a country hick town. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing here. There's nothing to do. Like you had Walmart and Kroger, mm -hmm. and, and that was it. And now it's like, oh look at all these little places. Sure. I mean, I, I when I went to Waverly to restock that store recently, I kind of felt the same vibe from them too. Like the whole little Waverly Square has grown up a little bit too, and it's getting a little. A little hip as well and i'm like oh cool. look at all the small towns getting hip mm, I love it. <laughs> I, well and in centerville is kind of doing the same thing yes, and centerville uh, has an amazing soap store on their square okay it's called um simplici soap and she okay. makes them all in-house and it's all organic soap cool oh my God. if okay. you can get out there go check her out check it out yeah, yeah i like going to, have you ever been to the muddy duck down there Every time I went down there, they were closed. Oh, boo. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll show you a picture when we're done, but um, I don't know if you were able to kind of walk around it. Did you see, like, the little Italian-looking uh, pavilion thing back there? Mm -mm. Oh, man, it is. I walked in there, and the food, the menu is delicious. Um, I had a couple meetings down there, and I was going to go get some lunch. Um, the menu is fantastic. The drinks are fantastic. But out back, they have this, it's about as big as this room, Actually, it's probably double the size of this room, but as far as kind of the width of it is, um, but it's it's just masonry brick walls um, with no roof on it at all, and it's got some little cross things with some vines and stuff on it, and it has a fountain in the middle, so you oh, feel nice. like you're in like a little like a little Italian alley somewhere, Very just cool. right there in the middle of Centerville. Yeah, it was a great place to eat lunch and drink some coffee. Um, there's one lady. Her name escapes me, but uh, who owns the, uh, a good portion of downtown over there and is doing some really, really good things. So uh, I think there's just this huge push coming from Nashville um, that people are looking to, you know, they're 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 realizing that they can work from home mm -hmm. and they're realizing that they can get a lot more for less outside of Nashville. And if their kids are grown, um, you know, a lot of them move way out. You know, and if they're still kind of younger, they can come to Dixon for. You know, and if they need to commute, I commute to Nashville every day. Uh, just take my kids to school, but um, it's not that bad. And, you know, a lot of them are landing in Burns and all that, which is from what Morgan's saying, the ideas that she's got as far as her plans for Burns are, are massive. So I think we're about to see another community do the same thing that Dixon yeah. does. So Yeah, I, I actually, like, live, like, right on, like, the Burns-Dixon line. So I, like, I got the best of both worlds. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, five minutes from uh like the burns ball field where we had the barbecue bash and then i'm also five minutes from downtown dixon so it's like perfect cool cool yeah yeah you just yeah pop in anywhere whenever you feel yeah. like it i'm just everywhere, I'm just everywhere. <laughs> that is so awesome uh cool well do you have anything else that you want to um throw out there our halloween line. oh that's right yeah the halloween yes yes go so, for it so 
Uh, we are making a Halloween. Well, we, me, I. I always say mm-hmm. we in all my posts, you know, because sure. it makes me sound bigger, but uh, it's just me. <laughs> um, I, do, I do the same thing, too. Yeah, I think it's know. like a business thing to say we sure. instead of I. But uh, I am making Halloween candles. It is going to be a complete set. Um, there will be five candles and a crazy little grab bag of wax melts. Um I don't want to give away too much. Um, so I'm going to do like a soft, like a soft opening for them on the 21st. Uh, yeah, the 21st at that night market. It will be the first time they will be seen in public. Um, if you follow me on TikTok. In Bellevue, right? Yes, in Bellevue. Okay. If you follow me on TikTok, you will have seen the teaser trailer already. Well, there's two teaser trailers uh, about the items. Uh, there is two candles that will have anatomical body parts. There is one candle that will be covered in blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Halloween's my yes. favorite holiday, yes. just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the two other ones uh, will have crystals and dried herbs and dried like plant matter. And then the I'll tell you what the wax melts are because wax melts are dope. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bag. It'll be a bag, and it's called the City of the Dead. And you will get um, skulls, like um, white skulls that will be scented vanilla. You will get uh, gravestones that will be uh, slightly silver. They will be like painted with mica and they will be oak and amber scented. And then you will get little green zombie heads that will be green apple scented. That is so cool. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah. So that's what we're working on right now. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I'm having so much fun making these. This I can is imagine. The, the first time I'm like, I'm going to do a candle line, uh, cool. a Halloween candle line. Because before I'm just like, I'm not going to make Halloween candles. You know, I've got the fall line. This year, I'm like, we're doing it. We're doing it this year. Yeah, I mean, Halloween's always been my jam. It's like my favorite. It's my favorite holiday above Christmas. It has to be. Yeah. Do you go to haunted houses too? Yes. Okay. And I dress up, and I my my mom has this friend that's a nurse that actually lives out in Burns, and every year she has a huge Halloween party, like adult, like for adults. Cool. And the only requirement for the Halloween party is if you come, you have to be in costume. Sure. Every year I have gone to this party dressed as some wacky character and I take home best costume and best female costume. Yes. Yes. Every year. Um, What was last year? Well, she didn't have it last year because of COVID. So 2019, I went as a, uh, what was it? Like a dark voodoo queen priestess thing. Kind of mimicked it after the voodoo princess lady from... American Horror Story? Uh, no. Well, kind of her, but more more dirty. Kind of cool. like the chick from Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, oh, that yeah. That creepy chick, yeah. yeah. Cool. And, like, I did, like, full face makeup. I was wearing a full set of dreads. I had, like, skulls and bones and jewelry. <laughs> and I, my brother has, like, this, like, super dope gnarly blackwood cane that I was, like, carrying around. I was wearing cool. big old thick black combat boots. And I didn't speak to anybody. Like, I just had, like, the skull, like, face mask on. And it was, like, blood was dripping from my face. And, like, I didn't speak. I just kind of walked around. I was really tall. And just kind of like with the cane, oh, just like man, hitting the you floor. Were it in was, the full part. Yeah, dude, there. like I go full out. The year before that, I was Sweeney Todd and oh, I was like cool. singing fucking Sweeney Todd songs. Yeah. Like, I, once I'm in character, I'm in character and I will be in character until I leave her house. But I mean, I win first place. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the trophy. Yeah, That's yeah it's awesome. all about the trophy. The trophy I got for 2019 was a crystal glass skull mug. Oh, cool. That I drink my coffee in every morning. Oh, yeah. Just bask in the celebration of. Yes. So is there is do a lot of people come to this party? Yeah, like oh, she, so it's she stiff has competition. A, yeah, it's uh, well, her daughters too are you know they're all grown and they are highly competitive as well. Um, so it's always like me against them, and then you know the other people that are there as well. So, but they know if I'm going to show up that it's they better they better tighten Bring up. Bring their A game, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, she's got the food out. She's got the alcohols flowing. Like, you, you're having oh, a good time cool. at these parties. Yeah. Cool. I love a good Halloween party. Yes. Halloween is is probably my, it's definitely my favorite, my favorite holiday as well, too. Um, I enjoy dressing up and I enjoy partying. I love haunted houses. Yeah. Love. I haven't yeah. been able to go. Obviously, I didn't go last year and didn't get to go the year before. So it's been, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely marking the calendar down for at least two trips to some good ones. Nice. Do you have any suggestions for a good one? The Haunted Forest is pretty good, typically, um, right? 
I haven't been to that. I've been to the one in that that big one in Nashville a couple times. Okay. Uh, I can't remember its name. It's I think it's in Madison. That's right. Maybe Nightmare Nashville Nightmare yeah. or something like that. Maybe yeah. I've been there, and then there's supposed to be a really good one in Clarksville where you ride around on the back of a tractor and you shoot zombies with paintballs. Paintball guns. Yes, yes. I have seen that. Definitely put that on the list. I this definitely year, want to do sure. that one. I would um, not want to be one of those zombies. No, though. <laughs> no. Um, but last year, I actually did hand out candy because kids came through the neighborhood still, even with COVID happening. So I thought it'd be funny to make candy hands where you take a plastic latex. Well, it was they were latex-free gloves. Mm. And you put Smarties in the fingers so they look like bones. And then you fill the palm of the hand with just like regular old candy. And then you tie it up with ribbon. And then you put spider rings on the fingers. And I was just like, COVID candy. COVID candy. <laughs> That's so awesome. Do you have a yeah. lot of trick-or-treaters at your house? um we have i live in a little neighborhood so yeah um they not last year but like the year before there was just there was people everywhere they were just parked on the side of the street there was people running up and down the road it was it was ridiculous i'm like can you move i gotta pull into my driveway over here guy (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's since growing up on the farm like no one trick-or-treated out where we live so we didn't ever have people come to our house we would always get brought into town to go trick-or-treating so the fact that i live in like a little suburb now i can be like i can handle candy um and i think this year we're gonna like decorated i really want to do like a whole like graveyard scene in our front yard because we've got like black mulch up there and i think that would look really cool cool yeah and home depot has 12 foot skeletons for like 200 dollars. get out of town yeah they're huge i can just see you being one of those people that would just scare the shit out of somebody to just drop something from the roof or like hide behind a bush or be like one of those dressed up people that looks fake yeah and and then (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh i don't know if you saw it on facebook last year but i think it was someone it was either i think it was in texas or maybe i don't know i could be wrong uh they, their Halloween scene in their yard was so realistic that the cops got called and thought there was actual real dead bodies in their yard. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, you'll have to look it up. It was insane. It sounds like a compliment to the homeowner there. Yeah. They're like, I'm coming for you. I'll be next. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting the awards. It's the cops yeah. coming to my house. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Um, well, I'm good if you're good. Is that all you... I mean, yeah, I guess. I appreciate you taking the time. I mean, it's awesome. It's good to get to know you. It's the first time we really sat and talked, you yep. know, seen each other in passing. Yeah, I'm a strange one, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> if you're strange, I don't want to be normal, you know. It's strange is, what is it, you know, the status quo. Like I said, I always question and, and um, try to go against the status quo for the most part. And normal is boring. Normal so boring. Yeah. It's so mundane and so methodical. Beige. Yeah, beige. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. Uh, do you want to plug your socials so everybody get in touch with oh, you? Oh, yes. Um, so the website is MissDaisy'sBoutique.com. Instagram is at MissDaisy'sCandles. TikTok is at MissDaisy'sCandles. And Facebook, you can just type in Miss Daisy's All Natural Boutique and I'll pop up. Cool. Just look for the big yellow daisy flower and you'll know you'll find me. I have the same like uh, profile picture on all my accounts across the board. Cool. So they all match. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Hit her up, man. I've... Uh, I bought a uh, unicorn candle for my daughter, and I bought some beard stuff, um, and I will most definitely be buying some dog stuff now, and yes. uh, definitely more candles, too. Um, oh, huge, huge fan of the candles. Oh, do we have a gift? Ooh, get out of town. <laughs> uh, it's one of my travel candles. It's three ounces. Macintosh apple? Yes. Yes, dude. Oh, I wish you could smell this through the microphone. Oh, man, get out of here. So imagine going to an apple orchard and picking a fresh bushel of apples in your little wooden crate, and that's what this candle smells like. My eyes are closed, and I'm just there right now. Yes. Oh, that is so cool. Thank you. You're welcome. That is so lovely. Um, Yeah, definitely hit her up. Uh, She's got some awesome products. It's obviously handmade, locally made, um, all natural organic ingredients, so it's not bad for your lungs or your eyes or your house or your air conditioning filters or anything like that um we got and, wax melts too for people that don't like fire <laughs> okay oh yeah, yeah so like just the, the little, little wax warmers cool yeah cool, cool um definitely and if you're a man or a woman with a beard um and want some beard product uh hit her up too uh, it's lovely and uh, i will be a lifetime client so um Cool, Hannah. Thank you so much. I really, I really appreciate it. I've had a great me. chat, and uh, you'll definitely be back. I, I, I want to start this thing, so I'm. I think you're episode 26. 
Um, I want to do like a kind of a, I may try to recycle some people and, and do like a follow up as far as where people at, maybe get in some different discussion topics or things like that too. So, cool. uh, stand by, uh, on that one. So, uh, I guess everybody, I really, really appreciate you listening. I appreciate you keeping coming back. I think we're close to 4,200 downloads, um, all across the board. So getting there, I'm definitely going to work on my social media game, but until then, um, my call to action is just to subscribe to YouTube and Spotify. Uh, I found out last week that my Apple podcast uploaded until like four episodes ago and then they stopped uploading. Um, I don't know why, so I've got to get in touch with them on that, but, uh, I'm definitely on Spotify and Google podcast, um, anchor breaker, um, and YouTube as well too. So just hit that subscribe button. It helps me out a lot with recognition and, and spreading the message and, uh, sponsorships as well too. So, uh, cool. Appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, have a great rest of your day. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to Tia Armstrong with Property Place Solutions, brokered by EXP, for sponsoring this episode. Be sure to reach out to her on her socials at Tia Armstrong or give her a call at 615-497-5336. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, please reach out to me directly via email at yourvibespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and always remember, stay vibey, my friends. Yeah.